Blessed one, welcome to Inspiring Word, a life-transforming encounter with the Word of God with Bishop Steve Asari. Bishop Steve Asari is the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, the Way Cathedral. Lighthouse Chapel International is part of the United Denomination, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Bishop Steve has a unique teaching gift and ministers powerfully under the anointing. Join us now on Inspiring Word with Bishop Steve O. Asari. Lift up your two hands and close your eyes and begin to pray in tongues. If you speak in tongues, just release some tongues into the atmosphere for yourself this morning. And I know that as you pray, you don't speak in tongues, but you can pray some prayer and release some words into the atmosphere this morning. You are releasing your own atmosphere and your own your own boundaries that are being broken this morning in the presence of God and as you stand here things are happening in the very realm of the spirit lifting you up beyond bounds and above your limits that's what is happening to you this morning somebody's prayer is giving a new way for you where there has been no way this prayer is making a way for you this morning where they said there was a roadblock this prayer is releasing for you a highway that you can run on and a highway that will take you to the place of your destination and the place of your blessing somebody who found yourself behind a closed door as you release this prayer into the atmosphere your doors are opening this morning many doors are opening for you this morning closed doors are swinging open this morning for you in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus keep praying keep releasing it it's doing something it's working wonders it's working wonders it's working wonders it's doing works it's doing works for you in the realm of the spirit nobody can see nobody can explain nobody knows what it is but in the supernatural many wonderful ways and many wonderful things are taking place already You may ask yourself, what am I doing? What does it mean to pray? What does it mean to pray in tongues? By the realm of the Spirit, many wonderful things, supernatural things, they are happening. They are moving in the name of Jesus. 
strong. The enemy has stretched forth his hand to bring confusion. The enemy has stretched forth his hand to block your way. But as you pray this morning, you are stopping the hand of the enemy. You are stopping the hand of the enemy. You are stopping the hand of the enemy. Lift up your voice and stop that hand of the enemy. He cannot Sandalia Lababa, Shamandalaba Bandaria Lababa, 
Somebody's still lifting up your voice. Somebody's still praying. And many things are still happening. Somebody's still praying. And many things are still happening. Somebody's still praying. And moving things in the atmosphere. Somebody's still praying. And redirecting things in the realm of the spirit. Somebody's still praying. And reversing things in the power of the spirit. Somebody's still praying. And overthrowing powers in the realm of the spirit. Somebody's still praying. And stopping the hand of the enemy in the realm of the spirit. give you glory Lord, yes, Lord and we lift up your name thank you Lord. this morning Holy Spirit reign, reign Lord. rule over this atmosphere yes Lord and over everyone and over every life yes Lord touch every life touch, us, Lord. touch every heart touch, us, Lord. touch everyone presented in this place cause everyone to go back with an assurance yes, Lord. that the Lord is with me yes. and I knew it not yes, but let there be a revelation of your presence oh. and a revelation of your power and a revelation of your spirit thank you thank you Lord for a great visitation yes, Lord. in Jesus name Jesus. somebody shout a big amen hallelujah Wow. You may be seated. Last week, we're looking at Bima. Do you remember? If you were here. Bima, the judgment seat. So last week, how many were in church last week? How many were not in church last week? Yeah. We're talking about judgment. It's not a nice thing to talk about. It was just a one-off. But, I mean, when I went away, I felt in my spirit that it must be too off. So that we get ourselves into the very important issues of Christianity. And I know you would have been happy with steps to prosperity. If I could, don't you have also seven steps? financial breakthrough in this world of uh, e-levy <laughs> and monthly increases in fuel prices. Have they increased again? They have, by all means, and have the first gone up by 30%. They are doing it this week. Yeah. Which means disruption of everything. Yes. I'm just preaching. This is a point I'm making. So people in the church, when I'm talking about these things, then they change their face because it affects me. Doesn't it affect me? 
do you know how much it cost to fill my tank at the, this thing? And how I was shocked. I thought the guy had stolen my money. So suddenly I had to do calculations. Yes. In my mind, look at the letter and the price and, even, and think how much my car can take. And then when I did the calculation, I saw that it wasn't stolen. And no, no, no. Yeah. Scarf first in Kaukra, Udiko Sidain. Says, yeah, the Philly tank. As for the old city, we will not leave it. Yes, I was wondering why some people, after we have changed to uh, uh, Ghana city, they will still say two million. Two million, no, they confuse here. But since I'm a who said, I saw him so because who can't two million now? It reminds you of what it the actual thing. So if 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 you use let's say thousand CDs, some car thousand CDs, it's what will fill the tank. You are talking about ten million. Ah, Would fill it one tank. Yeah, faha inflation was so. seven steps to overcome these things. But let's talk about judgment. Woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees. I'm giving you a scripture for what I just said. Hey. Hypocrites! As for these guys, Jesus faced them very, very much. It's not 13, it's, 20, it's 23. 23, 23. Matthew 23. Matthew 23 is a nice chapter. It faces the Pharisees throughout. Woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites! For ye pay tithe of mint and anise and cumin, and have omitted the weightier matters of the law. And what are the weightier matters? Judgment, mercy, and faith. This ought ye to have done, and not to leave the other undone. Do you understand the scripture? It's like, yes, these things you are talking about, they are important. But there are some, some, some matters that are called weightier matters. Say weightier matters. Weightier means that heavier, more important matters that we should look at. And one of them is judgment, which is Bima. Do we have any copies of this book at all? I'm launching a book this morning. Last time I launched we won't wear a Now if you hot, and it's wearing a until last week, no. Now I was on chapter five. Bima judgment. And I explained to you that there are two types of the judge yeah, two types of judgment. There are different types of judgment. On earth, there are judgments. Do you get it? There are judgment. There are judgments where um, human beings judge. Like when you go to court, there are human beings 
who would judge if it is Supreme Court is a panel, if it's a lower court is a person who is giving judgment over an issue. Another place of judgment, also even like school, when you go to school, it's judgment. They judge you and they say yours is D7. <laughs> you can't proceed. And another person is judged and say you are A1. You can keep going on. It's judgment. Yes, so you, your, your life, every life uh, has a series of judgment. Judgment is also done by people in, at different levels and at different places. Um, those of you who come from homes, if there is an issue, uh, then is that not so, especially over marital issues? Uh -huh. Then they say, no, you don't have to do this. You should have done this. Then they'll ask you to apologize. Then when you get up and you say, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Then when you get to your husband, then you ask the people, I can't care. I can't care. Yes. What did they say I should say? Yes. So the judgment said that you are wrong. Apologize. As you stand there, instead of apologizing, what did they say I should say to him? I've forgotten. Somebody should remind me what to say to apologize. So it is so. In the church also, the church is, is, is also an organization. It's the church of God. And the judgment in the church sometimes Certain things happen in the church concerning people, and it needs judgment. We have to judge and say, no, this thing is wrong. You shouldn't have done. So the sanctions are one, two, three, four. We have judgment and we have sanctions in the church. Yeah. Actually, the old, I'm, I'm saying old, because now I don't, it doesn't really happen. Pentecost Church, you would understand judgment, because into judgment you don't sit with the rest of the people. You sit out there, and everybody knows that you have done something wrong. That's why you are sitting here. Yes, it's judgment. If you are able to go through that, then you are restored. If you are not able to go through that, then something else happens to you. So in the church, you may not know by something we, are, we do. Even right now, there are some people, one or two people, they said this person should not function in this ministry anymore. Yeah. Because of something. So, judgment. Uh, somebody say, but the Bible says, judge not, that you will not be judged. But the scripture I read, it says that the weightier matters of the law, hey, a judgment. And if there's no judgment, even with us and amongst us, everything will just be destroyed. And we don't want to destroy anything. Sometimes I stand here and say, okay, 
uh, dancing starts, you are not going to dance again for some a judgment, isn't it? Judgment. Should I go to hell for saying that, like even this choir, I'm giving them their last warning today. I will go to hell for saying that their presentation is bad. Is that what you are saying should happen? So if nobody says anything, and the thing is bad, nobody says, hey, make a judgment, make a hell. Then we will just destroy everything to the end. So we have to stand and be able to judge and sometimes... That's why the Bible says that as you do that judgment, consider yourself. That's why after judgment in the scripture, the next word is what? Eh? It's mercy. As you are judging, you consider yourself. Because the same thing you are judging, you, could, you are in the judgment seat. You can be in the accused whatever. Stand, and somebody else is in the judgment seat the next time. But it goes on. And many times, I mean, whether pastors, bishops, uh, shepherds, yes, church members, if you do what you don't have to do, we'll face you. That's our job. Rather, if we don't do it, we'll go to hell. Yes, if we do it, we are doing our work. What about if after facing you also get into the same problem? Then you two stand there and face me. Yes, that's how it is. If somebody is in the position as a judge, it doesn't mean the person is so pure and so perfect. That's why he is judging. But it only means, it only, the, the only reason is that there must be somebody judging. Yes. Somebody should be judging. Haven't you seen a policeman who has stolen before? Is he not the one to catch the thieves? And sometimes, honestly, the thiefing can catch him and he's in trouble for that. That's not a caveat for anybody, but I'm just saying that. Now, last week... So one, the two judgments after this life, this, what we are talking about is judgment after this life. The two judgments that are there, last week we talked about number one is what? The white throne judgment. Very good. Where is it in the Bible? Revelation. Revelation 20. Dinah verse what? Uh, who spelled your name like that? Is that how you spell it? Ah, why do they spell r- your name wrong and you accept it? <laughs> yes, so tell the person who did, I don't like it. This is not my name. Why? Son also, oh yeah, no. Revelation chapter 20. Verse here. 11, then verse 15 is the verse, which says what? Whosoever was not found. So he said the book was open, another book was open, and whosoever was not found in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. This at the point where all the dead people are around. You come, they find your name over there. So that's the white throne judgment. That is 
what determines where, where you are going as you are dead. Is it heaven or is it hell? It's at the white throne. So the white throne, if your name is not the hell street. Yes. And then we talked also about the Bima judgment, which is also known as what? The what? The judgment seat of Christ. Right. And we read from 2 Corinthians chapter 5. Do you remember? He said that, that therefore, verse 9, we also have as our ambition, whether at home or absent, to be pleasing to him. For we must all, verse 10, appear before the judgment seat of Christ so that each one may be recompensed or rewarded for the deeds in his body according to what he had done, whether good or bad. Therefore, knowing the fear of the Lord, we persuade men, but we are made manifest to God. And I hope that we are made manifest also in your consciences. So this judgment has to do with what you did and what you didn't do. The first one, the white throne judgment is what? Is your name in the book of life? What song is that? It's a song. It's a song, yes. Ah, okay. You sang. Okay, I'm trying to remember. I thought it was useful. You see what I mean? Ask your neighbor, is your name in the book of life? Which page? It's, it's easier. So, engineer, you should know one. What I say? Go page 119. You'll be shocked that you are in church when they open the pages. Yeah. What's your name? Joseph Cole. Aqua. Joseph, J, is it J or G? <laughs> Joe, J-O, it's a Joseph, call Aqua, it's not, okay, let me check, Aqua, it looks like your surname, Aqua, that's even easier, because A, it should be Ellie, A-A-A, Aqua, 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 I see Aqua, Francis, Mensa. Is it you? No, that's not me. Pull out your ID, Ghana card. And Jonas, if I Ghana card, never have No, No, any OD. Because OD, no matter. OD, I don't even know what I say. I don't have a Ghana card. I tell you, you will be on yourself. Yes. So those. Without Christ. That's why you need to receive Jesus Christ 
as your Lord and Savior and live as a Christian according to the word as much as you can. You may fail once or twice this way or that way, but you are determined and you are going on. Yes. And then the judgment we are talking about is what did you do? What didn't you do? Now you are qualified for heaven. Now, what did you do and what didn't you do? That is the key thing. The things that they have done in their body or in their life, whether it is good or bad. And listen, those of you who say that me, I just want to go to heaven, even if it's the zongo of heaven I like, you would never step there if you have that kind of mind. You are already disqualified for having that mind. That oh, Yes. It's only the people who are aiming for great things in heaven. They are the people who can make it. If you go to school, you say, hey, let, let me get some 50%. What's the pass mark? 60. 60 is the pass mark. Let's say 50. So I want to get 51, 52, 51 and a half. You fail all your papers for having that aim. I'm telling you, you fail. Yes. Now, we talked about some of the things that will happen at the judgment seat. Is that not so? Number one is what? Number one is what? Your labor. Labor will be rewarded over there. 2 Corinthians 5, 9, wherefore we labor that whether present or absent, we may be accepted of him. Those who work for God, get ready for rewards. Yes, it's in the Bible. Those who labor, those who work, those who are seen going up and down. People will talk about you, they may laugh at you, say, what are you doing? Why do you spend your life for the church? What money do they give you? And all those things. If you are wise, don't listen to these things. But rather think about the reward for your hard work. Labor, it's not even results yet. But the fact that you did hard work, there's a reward for you. Say amen. Those who sweat. Number two, those who please the Lord will be rewarded. Therefore, we also have as our ambition, whether at home or absent, to be pleasing to him. If God is happy with you, you are pleasing to God. means that God is happy with you um, for what you are and what you do. When you appear there, you know, if you are happy with somebody and you see the person, what is the feeling? Eh? Maybe Pamela can answer this one for us. Are you still in church? Uh, you are still marrying. So. Yeah, if you are happy with somebody and you say, she shouldn't answer. You all know what it is. You are right here. You too, you are right here. And you see the person. Even not to see the person, the person's uh, this thing, text message drops on your phone. You all understand. If God is happy with you and it is time for you to appear, he will organize angels and say that this person is coming. Go and meet him at the gate and bring him in for me. Yes. Number three. 
punishment for Christians will take place at Bima. Punishment. So the fact that you are making it to heaven <laughs> doesn't mean that you have escaped punishment. As for the white throne, it's only one thing. You are going to hell. But to go to heaven, punishments are there. Rewards are there. Yeah. So although you are in heaven, but you are undergoing punishment. And then you say, church, they shouldn't do any punishment in the church. Judgment must begin in the house of the Lord. Yes. There's punishment. So you may, and I recommended the book, uh, Rejoiner's book, Final Quest to You, go to the White Throne and read the chapter on that. And you can see that these are the things. You arrive in heaven and you go through a process. And even when he went through that process, the, the process itself was punishment for him. Yeah. And then the people who had gone to heaven and they didn't do well, and they were at the outskirts. I mean, he said that we gnashed our teeth. So when it, they said that they will be cast into outer darkness, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth, we think about hell. But really, the people he saw, they said that we gnashed our they, they are in outer darkness because they are far from the throne. They gnashed their teeth, although they were in heaven. So gnashing of teeth, it happens in heaven. And they were so sorry. He said that we were so sad, we were so broken until the Savior himself came and like comforted us, sort of. And that's why you see us glorious. But honestly, it's not been easy in this place. Yeah. Only it's better than hell. As for hell, don't go there. Yeah. If you die and you see that you are going to hell, do everything and find a way to come back. <laughs> Haven't you heard of people who died and they came back or they almost died? So find a way to make your way back and change something. Because that one you can't go at all. Right. Next one. Great rewards will be given out at the Bema judgment seat of Christ. We talked about that. Are you ready for rewards? Are you ready for some rewards? We must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ so that each may be recompensed for his deeds in the body according to what he has done. Then number five. We didn't do number five. I'll give you just a few more as my time is already up. The terror of the Lord will be experienced at the judgment seat of Christ. That's number five. The terror of the Lord. What's terror? Yes, wrath, anger, but it also has to do with fear, isn't it? Yes. Fear. 
So judgment is, listen, to stand before God and be judged. It's very frightening. For me, that's the frightening thing about death. To close my eyes and die, it should be easy. It's only when I think of all these things that will come after, then I'm afraid. That you think death is what you're afraid of. That's very easy to die. Just close your eyes and stop breathing. And especially those of you, who, if you have a certain problem, you are going to kill yourself. Kill. Yes, you kill. When you close your eyes, the things you see, and yours you can't come back by any means. If it has ever occurred to you that because of this problem, let me kill myself. The things you see, I tell you, then you realize that, Sana, what you were calling problems here, they were really not problems. Just some small few challenges you were going through. And you would have liked to have 100 times the problem that you had here, Emma, you want to kill yourself. You want to have 100 times that one than what you are seeing. Yes. So if ever, see your pastor and talk to your pastor that I have this thought sometimes that they will help because look, I'm telling you, hmm, you must be ready to receive eh? what did I say? Terror. Is that not so? Knowing therefore the terror of the Lord, we persuade men. Yes. God's terror. And the terror of the people who will appear unprepared. And many of us will appear before the Lord unprepared and not ready. And he said that we will know that to stand in judgment over there is not an easy thing. So we have given ourselves a job to do. What is the job? We are persuading people. We are talking to people. We are helping them. We are virtually forcing them to change their ways and to follow God. Because if you don't, what is coming for you, you can't stand it. And that's what I'm doing now. I'm persuading you. Yes, I'm persuading you. You are sitting in church. You are a Christian, but you know what life you are in. You know what you do. And you know what it will mean if you close your eyes today. What will happen to you? I am persuading you. Because I know that there's the terror of the Lord that is waiting for you over there. And it's not going to be easy. Hypocrites! That's, that's Jesus' main problem. Jesus did not even confront fornicators <laughs> or adulterers in that way. His main problem, hypocrites. What the transfer them I will name Kama. But what is behind and what you do and what you know is there, nobody knows. Nobody knows. Deceiving people. 
That's what Jesus was fighting all the time. Some of us, we are very artful. Even your mother doesn't know you. Yes. Your real self, your mother doesn't know. <laughs> True. Careful. Danger. Because the terror of the Lord. There will be great terror at the judgment seat of Christ. Fear like no man has ever known will grip the hearts and minds of those who did not fear God and his word. Everyone who took for granted, who took God for granted, will be shocked. Are you ready to be shocked? Are you ready to be shocked? Apostle Paul described it as the terror of the Lord. I'm sure that those who will experience the terror of the Lord are not reading this book and they are not hearing me preach. They didn't come to church today. But those who are here and are hearing me, you are planning on what to do about your life. Is that what you are doing? What to do about your life. You woke up from your boyfriend's room and came to church this morning. And you are standing on stage. I don't know whether you were doing worship or you were just in the choir. Which one were you doing? Which one? Huh? Deceiving. The terror of the Lord. And the fear and the torment that is waiting. If you had an idea, you would do something. Number six. You don't like this one, do you? You don't have to like it. Yes. Yes. Wake that girl up. Wake up. Wake up. Stand. Sit up. Either you are in church or you are not in church. Number six. Judging of the brethren will be done at the Bema seat. Hmm. The judging of who? Is it unbelievers? No, no, this, by this time we are finished with the unbelievers. They are gone. And some believers who were found to be unbelievers, they are all gone. So those of you who are believers, this is so the judging of the brethren. Romans chapter 14 verse 10. Look at it. Look. What does it say? But why does thou judge thy brother? Or why does thou set at naught thy brother? For we shall all stand before the judgment seat of Christ. All of us. They understand the scripture. Said that there's no need to judge your fellow brother today. Judgment will happen at the bima. 
Today, Christians despise one another and speak words of judgment against each other constantly. There's no need for that. So there's no need for you to condemn your brother. The other judgment I was talking about, I was talking about judgment for us as a church or as an organization that there must be leaders. A leader is always judging. Judgment has to do with decisions. Then a leader is always taking decisions, making choices. I mean, determining what should be done. That's your job. You are judging all the time. That's leadership. But this is about you judging your brother. This one is like, oh, don't mind this person. He's this, 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 that. Oh, this one, don't mind. You have something to say about everybody. And those of you who do it also in secret, with friends, after church you meet and then you discuss people. This like that. Did you see the dress that she was wearing? Even the hair was like this. And so, Ninina, you are recorded to her. So, whether your brother is good or bad, what do you do? You leave it to God. Because on that day, There'll be judgment. I'm not saying that don't talk to the, your brother. Don't do this or don't whatever. The Bible talks about the one who is able, we saw that when we were doing the uh, Great Commission, able to speak and deliver somebody from their sin. He's saving the person from a multitude of sins and punishment. So that is your duty, that you are practically helping somebody but if your statements are for judgment, oh, this guy there, you will never make it to heaven. He's a bad person. This a bad person. This said this. This said this. this. Leave it to God. You are not the judge. You can't sit in that seat. So leave it to God. And then the next one says that setting at naught will happen at the judgment seat. Setting at naught. Not, you know, not. Zero is called not. Romans 14, 10. But why dost thou judge thy brother? Or why dost thou set at not thy brother? For we shall all stand before the judgment seat of Christ. And this one. <laughs> at the judgment seat of Christ. Puffed up people will be brought low. They will be exposed. And made to stop deceiving everyone. In heaven, nobody will be able to deceive. As we have been able to deceive on earth, the church is filled with deceivers. There are many liars, hypocrites, and pretenders in the church. This kind of people are able to successfully stay in the church because so much, because so much about our lives are hidden from view. In heaven, nothing will be hidden from view. At the judgment seat of Christ, even your thoughts will be broadcast. We say, hmm. You see. As I'm preaching, you are having bad thoughts. And if it's in heaven, the thoughts that are there, it will be playing on the loudspeaker. Yes. That book I was referring you to by Rick Joyner. When he was, stand, he was standing, they were talking to him. And then they will respond to 
his thoughts. When we start question, but we have an answer. Because they can either read or hear. So your thoughts are as loud as your words. You didn't speak, but your thoughts come very loud. And then as you stand there, they, they answer for you. When he was a human being in the flesh and he went to heaven, when you go to heaven properly, you have um, a what? An incorruptible body. So you don't carry this thing, can't go to heaven. Yes. But he went to heaven with this. So some of the earthly things were still there. One of the interesting things, he saw this lady that he knew on earth who was not beautiful. But in heaven, oh, that girl, now a very beautiful thing. I mean, he was admiring <laughs> the girl. And they, they look at how nice and everything for him without any bad thing. But the one every man answered, brother, you are higher heaven. You can't come and be admiring girls here. <laughs> because suddenly, it's like the whole thing had shifted to the flesh again. You see, on earth, that's how we are. And if you are honest, the man, it's, well, not you, me. <laughs> Sometimes I have to try and draw a line between what and what. Like, I like the person. Is it liking for a sexual something or I just... What is it? Brotherly, love. Brotherly and sisterly love. How to draw the line and get the distinction? Yeah, now you won't cry. Who needs a problem? No, I mean, I what's a problem? Because <laughs> I hear a message. This body, Benji, this thing, <laughs> dangerous. If you follow this thing, terror. And even when your spirit is working things out nicely, then the body will come in. <laughs> you like her, she's nice, you like to flow with her, but Satan or body will also turn the thing like this, say, shame on you, you see. You want to sleep with her, that's how you are thinking about her. Then it, it, the whole thing is spoiled again. Yeah. But in heaven, it's not like that. Yes, but he wasn't heavenly. So his admiration was mixed up. It's a good message. Preach. Yeah. yeah. Let's try and be as heavenly as possible. So that the brothers can like the sisters. And the sisters can like the brothers. And there can be a brotherly love with a heavenly response. We are sister was sorry, big brother can't hello then you can hear wedding bells ringing. That's not how it's supposed to be. Hear God, see God bringing somebody your way who can be of a spiritual help to your life. But it's not your fault. 
Because we are also so corrupted that as soon as we come across, then even if you didn't have that in mind, before you know, it is creeping in. It's the corruption. Yeah. Yeah, say. It's our fault. You too is your fault. Yes. Because you think too much. Right. My time was up some time ago. Set at naught. Do you see? So what I would say about this thing is that don't judge somebody before the time. And let me zero in on our judgment, especially about men of God. You see somebody who is a pastor preaching and says, oh, don't mind this person on your correct. Oh, we are the drone here. I'm sorry, no. We are a prophet. We are called Indian. I call you a driver. This, that, that. And you condemn people and put them in a place before the time. Please don't. The setting at naught is not to be done by you, it is to be done at Bima. Judgment seat. Me, I'm a preacher. When judgment seat comes, then you see whether I'm real or I'm not real. But you cannot determine whether I'm a real preacher or not. You can't. And it's not for you to do so. And if you belong to a church, you are in a church and you think that the pastors are not proper pastors or something, please just go out peacefully. Find a church where the pastor Yeah. And be happy over there. And those of you who watch television and make comments about this preacher and that preacher and that preacher, it's also evil. Or you don't know. You are just watching and don't watch. Go and watch animals. Yes, animal kingdom. You can, animal kingdom, when you watch that, I mean, you criticize them. Even the lion, you can criticize the lion. He can't come and do anything to you. Yes. Why is he catching the antelope? An innocent antelope. Then you have gone to cut the antelope. And I mean, I used to feel sorry for the antelopes and things. I really wish that the lions and things can never get them. Till somebody told me that if they don't get them, what should they eat? Because <laughs> that's the food God has given them. So now I began to support them that they should also eat. No kufiu. Last one for today. But last one for the... Bima. I'll come back to this later in life when you are okay. <laughs> Every knee shall bow. Mm. Every knee shall bow. Submit. Yield. Accept. Agree. Flow and kowtow or koto. You know that word? Yes. K O W T O W. You can Google it. Koto or kowtow at the judgment seat. Romans 14:11. For it is written, As I live, saith the Lord, every knee shall bow to me, and every tongue shall confess to God. So, those of you who, have, who are Christian, you have never knelt down before God. 
that you are worshiping, and not that you need something from God, you are kneeling down, but you are worshiping, and you are kneeling down in worship with some tears, and you are broken before God on judgment, every knee shall bow. Yeah. Everybody will be brought low. It's better to bow your knee now, and I'm not just talking about literal bowing of the knee. Or then from today, every time you are kneeling down, so I'm preparing for judgment. It is your heart. What is in your heart is what is the important thing. That's the key thing. But sometimes, yes, what is in your heart is also expressed outside. Charismatic Christians, when you go to Catholic church, they have made a place for kneeling. Yes. But here, we don't. Only a few, um, I don't know whether I should say spiritual or whatever, once a while. But every knee shall bow. Listen, the judgment, there's no great person there. There's no big man. There's no accomplished person. There's nobody. If, you see, you're too known here. You can't take it there. They'll finish you before you arrive at the gate, I tell you. Those, there are people here, you can't even talk their matter. You can't do anything when they come there, you know, great and big like that. At the judgment, your knee will bow. You will go down. It's better for you to be humble and live a life of humility here on this earth. And then you go there with it. Please, rise and let's go home. <laughs> judgment is coming on me because of the time. Father, have mercy. Lift your two hands and say, Father, have mercy. Ask for mercy. Ask for mercy. Ask for mercy. Ask for mercy for yourself. Because if you understand and you know what it is, you find out that the only thing you need is mercy. <laughs> God, have mercy. Because whatever it is, you are not ready. You can't stand it. You can't have it all. Only God to show you mercy. Show mercy, Lord. Show mercy, Lord. On that day that we shall stand before you, before the judgment seat, let there be mercy. 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 Let many of the things be overlooked. Let them not come up against us in judgment. Our sins, our failures, the things that we should have done that we didn't do, the things we did and we didn't do from our hearts. The things we could have done better about, but we, we did only half of it. Oh God, forgive us. Forgive us. Have mercy. Have mercy in Jesus' name. Amen. Put your hands down and close your eyes. I'm talking about judgment. The first judgment is the white throne is your name in the book of life this time of the prayer I want to pray for you that your name will be written in the book of life that's all if your name is not in the book of all these other judgments I'm talking about you you have 
the time we are going through our judgment for our rewards and punishment, you are already in hell. Hell is waiting for you. But today, God is delivering you from hell. You want to give your life to Jesus. You want to be born again. You want to say that, Pastor, pray for me. Today is the day I want Jesus to come into my heart. Yes, I want to pray for you. As every eye is closed before the presence of God, you want Jesus in your heart. You want to be born again. Lift up your right hand like this. Your right hand high up. Your right hand. I'm praying for you that Jesus will come into your life. If Jesus is not in your life, the first judgment, the white throne, you fail and you go to hell. But you don't want to go to hell. Lift it up high. Up high. I see your hand everywhere to the far corner. God bless you. Father, look at every hand of God and have mercy on them today in the name of Jesus. Your hand is lifted up. I want you to do one more thing. Come to me in the front here. I'm praying a special prayer for you right here. If you believe in your heart that Jesus is Lord and confess with your mother that God raised him from the dead, you will go to heaven. Come. Come to Jesus. The far corner, I saw your hand. God saw your hand. And he said, come. Come for salvation. Come for life. Come for salvation. Come for life today. Come for salvation. Come for life today. Come for salvation. Judgment is coming. Somebody is escaping judgment today. Somebody is escaping judgment. This move you are making to God is making you escape judgment. Pray this prayer with me. Say, Lord Jesus. Say it loud, Lord Jesus. Close your eyes and say, Lord Jesus. Please have mercy on me. Forgive me my sins. Wash me with the blood. Write my name in the book of life. When the book, let my name be found in it. Say, I don't want to go to hell. I want to go to heaven. Thank God that you died for me so that I will go to heaven. I receive Jesus today as my Lord as my savior thank you lord for saving me today kasa radi yesu betrama kumemu na sacrament na yemini pafofro tromidi e wonkwa humanim kasa radi me dawase say white me amen god bless you god bless you for listening we invite you to join us this sunday our Doxa service is at 7.45 a.m. and Victory service at 10 a.m. Our Victory prayer service is on Saturdays at 6 a.m. Like and subscribe to Bishop Steve Asari-DHMM on Facebook and YouTube and Lighthouse Chapel International-HQ. May God bless you and protect you. Angels cry, singing holy.